song for the first time in a long time the other day and it really got me going i've got another one a little bit later that i want to play as well and great to uh hear from paul this sounds very un-australian every paul kelly song i find sounds almost this there's nothing wrong with that if you've got a brand and a style i mean we've got brands and styles in the media but every paul kelly song to me sounds the same but i know you are a patriot and you're you're probably going to fire back at me here am i right <laughs> well, um, could have picked a lesser known um, person. I'm sure we all have a favourite um, Paul Kelly song. So um, you're probably going to, uh, yeah, you're going to um, uh, put a few people to one side there by saying something yeah. like that. But I find a lot of musicians, whether it's band or not, I can often pick the band before I can pick the song. Uh, they have a particular sound. So. I'm sure that's just not attributable to a, a Paul Kelly, but I know where you're coming from, but be very careful how far you tread on it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's unfortunately what I, dividing people is uh, very much part of my brand. The, the opposite of that would be Hall of Notes because there were a bunch of songs that I loved growing up and didn't know who any of them were by, and they were pretty much all by Hall of Notes. Race 3 mm. on the program is... I wrote a song so- for Ice House too. Did they Electric really? Blue, yeah. Wait, songs is that a Hall of Notes song? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Electric Blue is, well, I think that's probably Ice House's best song as well. Um, Ivor Davies. Race three. Uh, Dream Maze. This is another case where you, it's just come up a little bit too short for my blood. I, I think Dream Maze will win. Metrospective Black Booker. Enormous breezed outside. Rikiro Rebel drilled it into submission in phenomenal times, really, for the grade. And just got run down late. Uh, n- never gave in, but um, huge performance. And should turn up and win this. The 1,720 metres, the second line draw. I, I think they're minor in positions, which is the reason I didn't mark it anywhere near as short as $1.70. Our little jet doesn't find the front. Kendi's butterfly, special place in my heart after getting it up at 350 to 1 one night. <laughs> Cody Rockenberger. And I'll tell you what, the, the one that I think is the, the overs is... Depending on how the, how the race is run, I, I, I'll be interested to hear from you whether you think that our little jet can find the front and maybe Dream Mace just goes around them and might be able to find the mid-race lead, which is not something you normally see over 1,720 metres, but could happen here. But I'll tell you what, if it gets a cart into it, the class of Relentless Me at $9 appeals to me, Dan. Talk me through your thoughts on the third. Look, I think Dream Mace uh, stands out. She's going to be off the track, I would think, all the way and probably have to sit parked. I didn't uh, envisage her getting to the front. I mean, as soon as she got through the field and around them, maybe she, she could get to the front. But I don't see the need to rush. She showed that she's strong. She can sustain a run. And I reckon um, she could sit parked uh, all of the way here. And she may have to do that. Uh, clearly going well. Um, our little jet, yeah, I can see working to the front here. Um, it's not the fastest of front lines, is it, Chase? I mean, no. put me back in my place if you think there's one there that I, I've missed. Tic Tac gets out okay, but so too does our little jet. Our little jet came up slightly better odds than I had anticipated. I thought it was clearly the second pick, um, but a better chance if she was able to leave, which I think she can. And then you mentioned, um, well, you mentioned Kenny's Butterfly, who have got in the top four, and Relentless Me. I, I, Relentless Me still going okay, but is better at the front of the field, I think, than the back. 
I think Dream Maze is simply going well enough. She can make her own luck here. And even over the 1700, um, she's going to have to work because if um, the emergency does come out, always be a lady who's not really known for gate speed. So it's not as if Dream Maze is going to follow through a quick beginner. Probably be last, stay wide into the first turn, go on around them. But who's a death seat horse in this race that would be there and wouldn't want to hand up to her? I couldn't find it. So I think she's the horse to beat, 10, 5, 11 and 9. Yeah, so I'm looking at this two ways. I, when we have our little multiculture, and I finally got one up, lucky it was only the first ever edition of multiculture, but got one up last <laughs> weekend. This will be the second ever multiculture today. Um, I'll be putting Dream Maze in as a pseudo-moral, which sounds counterintuitive because I'm saying that $1.70 is too short, but I think I'm happy to take the seventy if I'm running it through a couple of others, maybe not straight out, um, but I've got it clearly on top. I'm with you. Dan, and relentless me in for second, just because I, I think even though we know she's not going as well as she can, but having said that, you look at this race and you think where relentless me has been and what her, mm. what her capacities are, and you just think nine dollars seems, two dollars twenty the place again. You know we spoke about Vanquish Stride and a couple of others last weekend. Well, the two twenty a place. You don't have to be a hero in this life. You could just, if you just want to take relentless me two twenty a drum. I just can't see that she's not going to get into the race at some point. And particularly if Dream Maze, I don't think Dream Maze necessarily has to be um, brutalised in the breeze. But if she doesn't get to the front, I think she'll run at a, a genuine enough tempo that the class runners like a Relentless Me will get their opportunity to get into the contest. The only speed map query for me, and you're spot on, dead right. In terms of the early pace off the front row, it is it is minimal. It is limited. It is scarce. But her, but Albie Ashwood, Fernwood Miracle, we'll have him on. Uh, burning questions with, uh, I believe, Clayton Tonkin or Emma Stewart. I think Clayton will probably jump on and Andy Gath, and we'll talk about the Eureka as well. But I'll be interested to hear from Albie. Well, a couple of things. Race one, uh, where he rates the the advantage of the draw for Forgot the Wallet and the advantage of the class for Major Fire. And also here with a Fernwood Miracle, 1,720 metres. Why I like the short course racing sometimes more than the middle trip racing is it just inspires drivers to want to hold their position a little bit more, don't you reckon, Dan? I mean, I'm not. to be honest, I love the long trip racing as well, but the thing about 1,720-metre races with a preferential draw is you might know you're inferior, but you're much more likely to keep your position in transit rather than hand it up. And I think from a, a speculation, uh, you know, a, a perspective of watching the races and, and making them exciting as well as being able to maybe find a little bit of value. That's why sometimes I like those races a little bit more because you know that the drivers are going to be a touch more aggressive to, to keep their role in transit. Oh, there's no doubt about that. And, um, you know, pegs over a short trip particularly, you can be a, you know, 50 to one shot and you've still got sort of place claims generally. Um, so you're right, that's the way it's designed to work. And a lot of the times it does work like that, but there's plenty of examples when it, when it, it doesn't as well. But um, it also depends on the opposition, um, who's got the gate speed, who hasn't. Uh, whenever it's a, a, probably this is a good example. There doesn't appear to be what you would say genuine gate speed, but our little jet's probably going to work its way to the top here, um, I suspect. But if it doesn't, it'll highlight that it was a pretty even line, um, which is good. I think it's a good thing. Hasn't Classy Dream been an amazing broodmare, by the way? Um, 
all the way back to uh, to Classy Western, I reckon, who was one of my favourites, Classy Guy, and now Dream Mace, who might be the best of the lot. So we are both, Dan Maliki and I, with number 10 here. I've gone second, third and fourth, 11, 5 and 9. Relentless Me, Our Little Jet and Kendi's Butterfly. We've got the same top four, but not in exactly the same roles here. What, what was the order of your top four again in the third, please, Mr Maliki? 10, 5, 11 and 9. It's close enough, isn't it? Let's go for a break, come back. We'll talk about race four, final leg of the early quaddy. And I am uh, I must say, I'm slightly embarrassed, but it's it's hard to be because you don't know what the prices are going to be sometimes. I made Lady Adelia my best bet on the program, I reckon, and uh, now I look a bit silly. It's twenty-two, so I'll change it as we go forward, but Lady Adelia will be going in my multicultural later as well. Back very soon with more Friday form panel, SEN track, Trot's life back very soon.